Welcome to another fantastic episode of Nerd Candy, and it's me. I'm Dolly Marie, and I am Nerd Candy. As usual, per the huge, we have Edwin in the business. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nerd Candy Studios. (laughs) (laughs) So we have, of course, everything what's in nerdy this week. Let's... Where do you want to start it off? Do we start it off in gaming? Yes. Let's start it off with the Pokemon. Start off with Pokemon? Well, that's exciting. That is very exciting. The trailer came out this week, and it's just amazing. It's what I've been dreaming of, really. It's called the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And it's just... It, 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 it excites me more to get the Switch. I don't have it yet, and that's just more fuel for me to get it even though originally i wanted to get it for breath of the wild but that's not the case right now but well that's what i'm saying like how can you not start with pokemon exactly how can you not (laughs) you know and then just like how i said after i saw the trailers like i know there's going to be bundles coming out and that's exactly like the pre-orders it's a bundle you know let's go pikachu you know bundle for the switch and then let's go for the eevee so it's like ah i knew it now i had so many choices don't know what i want so eevee or pikachu I'm probably picking Pikachu. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I chose you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks, it, it's your, Pikachu. it's not, it's not your typical Pokemon game. Pikachu. You know, it's, uh, it's actually the first time Pokemon comes into, well, I wouldn't say it's the first time, but Pikachu. sort of kind of like a handheld into a <laughs> console. But the thing is, well, it's not that is it's the Pokeball. You can get the attachment yes. of, of actual Pokeball yes, as, you can the, use um, as a as a Joy-Con. Do, you can Joy-Con, use the Pokeball as a Joy-Con. And then not only that, it's the, the hand the hand gestures that you have to make, like when you throw a Pokeball at you know at a Pokemon, the, the grab it, it's like, oh, the dream come true. <laughs> and then it's compatible with you know uh, Pokemon Go. Oh, that, uh, you know, I noticed that's that a fun on, fact. I didn't know that yeah, one. Yeah, I noticed that on the trailer that anything that, like, I think it's from what I saw. They, you know, they, they're throwing out more info now. I have to read into it a little bit more, but it's just every day is just more info, you know, to, to go over. Well, that's how the Pokemon do. Yeah. That's how they do. Like, with Pokemon Go, it's like a little bit of information, a little bit of information. Yeah. Oh, look, here's Pokemon Go, and here's some more information about but it. the cool thing is that whatever... Pokemon you capture on Pokemon Go, you can transfer it into the Pokemon game on, on, on the Switch and vice versa. So it's like, oh, that is pretty well, sweet. Well, that is awesome considering the weather's warming up and people are going to yeah. be outside more. So it gets people motivated to this summer go around and walk and catch your Pokemon. I can I can really see a big a big boom and a big uh, up in users. So the thing, though, like this summer, you go around, catch all your yeah. Pokemon, so then by the time it actually launches for the system, you already yeah, exactly. have, like, a that's, whole you know, Pokedex. That's, that's exactly what I'm getting into. It's like, it's going to be just like when uh, when Pokemon Go first came out, everybody just started going out and trying to catch Pokemon. I even so. got my mom out of the, the house. <laughs> Like, my mom would try to drag me out of the house in the middle of the night. She would come to my room because I was staying with her at the time. And she's like, there's a ponytail outside. <laughs> so she would drag you outside to go catch yeah, it. Yeah, so I had to teach her how to track the Pokemon. <laughs> and we'd walk and the whole neighborhood in the middle of the night to catch a ponytail. And the cool thing is that I haven't, I haven't been on Pokemon Go in a long time. And it'll be kind. Of, it's a good way to bring me back into it, 
you know. Well, the weather. The weather really threw people off, and there was a couple glitches in the system for me that threw me off. So I got a newer phone, though this one started restarting to give me a problem. So especially, but, you know, now that the, the weather's getting hotter, so you got your fire-type Pokemons coming that's out. That's what I'm saying, though. So you have the weather is a factor, so people are going to want to be outside anyway. This is a be- good time to start doing it. And I just love how at the end of the trailer, Mewtwo appears. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's just like, it. I felt like a kid again, even though, you know, I'm a kid at heart. Oh, I was like, when aren't you a kid again? <laughs> yeah, it made me. It made me feel like a kid again. Right when you know the original, you know, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue came out. Even though, from the looks of it, from what me and my uh, Destiny Two buddies, you know came you know like after we saw the trailer and whatnot we you know the the theories we came out it's sort of kind of like a remake of pokemon yellow okay sort of kind of but but you know being able to see pikachu following you around or not just pikachu you can any other any pokemon can actually uh follow you not just pikachu or eevee uh per se and it's just cool and then it's multi it's co-op where yeah, you know one person, now, you're, now you're getting to the important part you know <laughs> You know, like where, you know, I can use one Joy-Con to, you know, control my character. And then you can use the other Joy-Con to, you know, control the other character. And then just... And then they're going online, too. I'm saying the possibilities are never ending. And then also, it's coming out in November. And around that time already, Nintendo... uh, Yeah, Nintendo Online should be already up and running by that time. Yeah. And I'm just like, could you imagine the Pokemon battles online? Oh, God. <laughs> like I know they probably won't be able to hear me. Well, I don't know either. I don't know if they're gonna come out with a chat pad or not a chat pad, but be able to use headsets or anything. I don't know how that's gonna work. But can you imagine? Because I'm a big Squirtle fan, you know what I mean. So you know, I was like Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll definitely find a way to Twitch or Mixer that. <laughs> oh, like I said, like I said earlier, if I have to get a capture card so I can just stream it on the on the laptop and then from the laptop stream it on on, on Switch. I mean, on, the, on Twitch. Uh, tongue twister, Twitch switch. Ha. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Because it's, it's a fun game to actually stream. It's a fun game to play, you know, to, to co-op. And, it's a, and they're, they're making it couch co-op. Yeah. And that's awesome. Because you, really, you don't really see that in Pokemon. Unless well, I you're mean, playing, and, like, And Poke, then you know, the Poke thing with it, too, like is, like, you can also, like, if, if it's a parent trying to play with their kid and trying yeah. to get their kid in Pokemon, like... It's something that you and your kids can enjoy together and, you know, have fun catching Pokemon. Because I know me, my, my nephew, I have Pokemon X and he has Pokemon Y on our DSs. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're friends and we fight each other and we trade Pokemon or... I don't think we... Yeah, we have trade Pokemon. So yes, you can trade Pokemon. No, I'm trying to think if we have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So we've traded and, and well, yeah, had fun doing that. Get, that's the only way you can get Steelix. Come on. So that's the fun part of, you know, doing it with my nephew <coughs> on the 3DS. So now we want to do that on the Twitch. We'll be Switch. Switch, yeah. Ah, uh, you got me. Twitch, Switch. Ah. Oh, Lord. That should, that should be my new uh, slogan. Twitch, no. Switch. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go no. Nice but dad joke, I, but no. <laughs> I want to see how much the bundle is going to be because I know that... Uh, Pokeball Joy, uh, Pokeball Joy-Con, that's going to go fast because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to want it, including myself. 
Yeah, and um, another thing we're you know talking about childhood and stuff from our past that we've enjoyed, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah, right. Yes, you were talking about that earlier. Yeah, it, they're coming out with a live action animation movie. A SpongeBob hybrid. <laughs> well, no, see, you're you think I don't know. SpongeBob is not as bad as you're thinking it was. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, in, in the premises, like, how it was uh, animated slash live action. Well, no, so. no, most of the movie was animated with Spongebob, and then there was just, like, the end scenes that had, like, Antonio Banderas versus this, the animation. Oh. This is going to be more like, I'm thinking it's going to be more like Garfield. Ah, okay. Or, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks type of live action slash animation. I I have no idea how they're going to do it. It's just... Well, I'm, I'm we curious. haven't seen yet. We haven't seen yet any trailers for it or any. Yeah, this, you know. this is this is new. It's, yeah, it's, so I can't really say like. Oh, but then again, Sonic, I'm gonna keep my I'm, eye on it. I'm gonna keep my eye on it. The, I mean, the, Sonic is cool. Don't get me wrong, but eh, I don't know. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to keep our eye on that. Yeah, James Marsden from Westworld is actually going to be starring in it. I don't know what he's gonna play in it, but he's signed on to star in it. And then the director they have is a guy named Jeff Fowler, but he's basically a blueberry. Ah. <laughs> Destiny reference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, now so it means you know, he's new and, and unknown. He has very little under his belt. Ah. <laughs> now, now that we're like in the movie scenes here real quick, uh, also it was confirmed that Jamie Foxx is going to be playing... Spawn and the Spawn reboot. Really? Yeah. I don't know you how I feel about that. You didn't do that great with Electrode. See, that's the thing. That's what, like, all the comments that I saw after I read the article, that's the same thing they said. He didn't do so well as elect, um, Electrode. Exactly. He didn't do so well. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Will he do a, you know, will he do a great Al Simmons? I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. Well, I don't hate Jamie Foxx. I don't have any problem with him. So, I mean, hopefully the right director puts him in the right direction. Well, and hopefully there's a good script. Well, then again, it's Todd McFarlane's first time as director. Damn, but... And he's the creator. He's uh, he's the one that, you know, that drew and created Spawn. So, yeah. And it's to be his, you know, debut directing. Yeah, but it's his storytelling. Mm. Storytelling is storytelling. A good story is a good story, whether it be on on comics and a book or on screen. It's all an art of storytelling. So if he's a good storyteller, then hopefully the script is awesome enough. And, I mean, that actually makes me more excited about it, the idea of it. Me, I want to wait until I see more... uh... Like photos, shots of you know Jamie Foxx in the suit, or if they're gonna do it CG, you know if they're gonna do it CGI, or like they, you know, like they did Venom. Yeah. Hope we'll remember, you know, because he's you know covered just like Venom, so we'll see how that we'll see how that works. Yeah, but Hopefully, I'm saying though, you know, with with that that little fact of him doing it, I think actually makes gives me a little a little glimmer of hope. We're gonna say. Maybe it'll be like... Um, I mean, at least it's not uh, Will Smith. Maybe it'll be like... Shots fired, uh, shots fired. What's his name? Oh, uh, Captain America? 
Yeah. You know how he did um, the Human Torch? That didn't work so well, but then when he came in to do Captain America, that was right there. Boom. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, not every role is going to be perfect. I mean, look at the kid who did um, Killmonger. Huh. He did the Human Torch as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That was just... I mean, like, every Environmentals, time. Green Lantern, first version of Deadpool, and now he's awesome Deadpool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, they give him a good script, and the director, like, gets him in the right zone and brings out what we need to see in him. Hopefully. Uh, the only as, thing as is, is, for me, is Spawn is so dark, and he's more of a light-hearted person. Oh, I've seen him... You know, do some dark roles. So, he's got the attitude for it. Yeah. So, let's just hope that he can bring his A-game when he's playing Al Simmons. The yeah. Hellspawn. Yeah. I didn't read about that one. Mm-hmm. Way and to, then, you know. Way to out-movie me for a second there. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, wait, now, you know, before we go back into gaming, it's like, I remember I read that. So, and the thing is, the internet's going crazy. Like, they're going, no, no, they should give it back to Michael J. White. And it's like, he did he did good. For the, you know, for the guy who directed the first Spawn movie, eh, it was all right. But it wasn't, it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Yeah, they Was like it, it good? It was good. Was it great? Not so great. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hold that thought for a second. Because I have another thought that I, I kind of want to go to from there. But I do also want to talk about what's coming to Blu-ray and DVD next week, June 5th. Uh, we have A Wrinkle in Time, which again is one of your childhood That's actually one classics. of the, it was a book that I've read back when I was in middle school. I love the book. Would love to see the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, the cast is pretty good in it. So oh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it in theater, so I'm definitely going to... Right, we missed that one. Yeah, we, it was on our list, but there's so much coming out. And we went we, to go see Ready Player One, that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, it was... We had other stuff going on, too, so it was a lot of movies coming out at the same time. So that one kind of slipped through the cracks, and that's one I want to see. And then Death Wish. It's a Bruce Willis movie is actually coming out. And I'm going to say it. If I am in danger, I've been kidnapped, do not call Liam Neeson. Call Bruce Willis, please. <laughs> because Bruce will go to hell and back, maybe die, but he'll get you out of there. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Like, I haven't seen it. We haven't seen it yet, so I can't really say if it's a reboot or a remake. But I like the idea that they took Death Wish with Charles Bronson. And then brought it into this era. So are we really yeah. looking forward to... So you know. he's... The concept of the movie is he's a doctor. And while he's at work, you know, doctoring, some people break into his home where his wife and daughter are. And they kill his wife and seriously injure her. And I don't know if they rape his daughter or what, because I haven't seen the movie. But she ends up hospitalized because of the attack. He kind of decides to take the law, the know, law his into hands. his own he becomes, hands. He becomes the vigilante, the vigilante. Yeah, because <laughs> if you know, he gives the cops their chance, but they're like, "Oh, it'll happen in due time." And he's like, "Yeah, like these people are still waiting for their justice." And then he just starts taking his law into his own hand. You know, getting his vengeance for what happened to his wife, and you know 
his daughter and at going after anybody who was involved. And then along the way, as other crimes are starting to happen, he sees stuff wrong around him. He's, you know, going helping other people too. So it looks fun. Yeah, like from just that, what you said is like, oh, okay, they're ta- they're literally taking it from how the original movie was because that's exactly how it happened in the original. So that's kind of cool. Like I said, I re- I can't wait to really get. And my I love head. Bruce Willis. Huh? I have a soft spot for Bruce Willis. I loved him in Red. I love him in everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't. Come on, Die Hard. Exactly. So I love him in everything. <laughs> Bruce Willis is a man. Yes, yes, he is. I'm sorry, Liam Nielsen. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> okay, so what I was saying about, like, pausing that thought about, like, characters not sure if they're going to pull it off. DC? Mm. Ouch. Yet again. <laughs> like, they never seem to... Learn from their mistakes? Never seem to not fail me. <laughs> <laughs> And I know I'm such a harsh critic about it, but uh, I'm not a fan of the DCEU. Not, so far, they've been just sh- blanks. They've been shooting blanks. Or they say in basketball, they've been shooting bricks because <laughs> they, they're not making any points. They're not scoring anything. So they're releasing kind of little bits and tidbits of information for One Woman 2, which is going to come out in November 2019. And her rival is going to be the cheetah. Who is, I do like her in the comics and I do like her in the animated series that I've seen her in. Very strong character. And they're having Kirsten Wig play her. Which. eh. Isn't she going to be in the Ocean's 8 movie? Mm Mm-hmm. See, I I, I thought I, I heard that name somewhere. Like, I like her, but. I don't peg her for action star. You know what I mean? But, I mean, DC likes to take the Twiggy women and put them up front and make them the action stars, which makes no sense, and put the strong woman in the background. Yeah. Wonder Woman, the first one. All of the Amazon warriors were, like, ten times stronger than Gal Gadot. Their training was more intense. Um, the lady who played the um, Hapalta. She trained even harder. And it's like, eh, but I wonder if I'm going to be strong. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're taking the cheetah, the same thing. And from the looks of it, just from the storyline from the first one and what we know of Wonder Woman in this universe, because they have her as an architect. I mean, not architect. That's uh, uh, She's a museum curator. There we go. Sorry. I don't know where I got architect from. Don't know either. Yeah. So <laughs> the thought is they're going to go with the... Um, Barbara Minerva version of, of the cheetah. You know, Dr. Minerva. She's an archaeologist. So archaeologist meets museum curator kind of makes sense on them crossing paths. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're going with the um, the Justice Leagues. Uh, the one where they fight against Doom, the yeah. animated movie. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of where... I mean, they... not Doom, Darkseid. That's, that's the... Theories right now that they would where they're gonna go with it. I mean, but with DCEU, you never know. They might take ten comic books and try to stuff all of 
all of her backstories from every universe into one. Who knows? Just just because they're they're just not hitting right with these characters. Just trying to like visualize how she's gonna look. It's like Cheetah she's very athletic. Yeah. You know, so it's like are they gonna go with like a cat suit style or they are just gonna CGI it like they're gonna be doing with Shazam? Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, if you don't know who Kirsten Wig is, she was in um, Bridesmaids. Yeah, she's pretty scrawny. She was, yeah, the best friend in Bridesmaids. I mean, but then again, you know, who knows? They might give her like this, you know, 300 Spartan workout, you know, to make her look the part. But They again, didn't do it for Wonder Woman. That's I, what I'm saying. I'm like, not yeah. thinking they're going to do it for her. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, this, but this is the DCEU, so come on. They, they, they plastered Shazam in a suit. <laughs> I know. They put him in a muscle, like, puffy suit, suit yeah. like a little kid's Halloween costume. And it's like, oh, my God, what are you doing, people? Please disrespect my characters. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want respect for the characters in DC. It's, I'm a huge DC fan, and I just like, want my characters to be respected. It's like Marvel respects the characters more than DC respects theirs. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't know what, what's going on with, with the execs of DC. And, um, and of course, the storyline is going to jump again to another time period. The 80s, right? Yep. So, why not? The, why not just jump around from, you know, the current, the present, then in Batman vs. Superman, then jump all the way to the past in Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman 1, then part 2, jump a little forward to 1980s. And um, they've actually bought all the domain names from Wonder Woman 1980 to Wonder Woman 1989.com. So, who knows? Maybe that's going to have something to do with the name of the movie. But they DC actually went and bought all the domain names. Huh. Okay. Which, which is a very curious step. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's, uh, that's kind of peculiar, but okay. Yeah. And and honestly, the movies seem like they're, cause again, they can jump the shark. So, without the shark repellent. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that would, West, be, that would be a Batman movie that I would definitely watch. Adam West callback. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> just seeing Adam West come out and just be like, hand me the shark repellent. <laughs> yeah, well, they like to jump the shark without the shark repellent. <laughs> just beat the foam, the foam so. shark. So, like, I'm trying to say uh, is I see them going to, from Justice League to probably Legion of Doom. Like, just jumping straight from one to the other. I mean, who know. needs who needs to build up story and build up continuity? Why not just jump right in? Just head first and balls free. I mean, like, come on. It's Aquabro. He's coming out in, I think it's November or December mm-hmm. this year. You know, and that's the thing. I haven't seen any promotions from it. Yeah, I know it's, we're still a long ways from it, but at least hear a little bit of something like, yeah, Aqua Bro, but you don't really hear much about it. You yeah. Know, you hear, we're hearing more about Wonder Woman, and she doesn't come out until next year. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And the whole reason I found out about Aqua Bro is because it just happened to come out on my feed on Facebook. Well, the thing is with, like, Wonder, um, Wonder Woman 2, uh, like I'm saying with the whole Legion of Doom thing is because at the end of, I guess, the Justice League movie, which I didn't watch because it was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. But I know at the end credit scene is 
Luther. I'm not going to call him Lex Luther because he's not Lex Luther. That little twerp is not Lex Luther. Superman's strongest nemesis, no, is not the Riddler. It's, it's Lex Luthor, but we got the Riddler. He uh, has like a post-credit scene with uh, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And now we're introducing Cheetah, so it kind of gives you the hint of a build-up for Legion of Doom. Yeah. So who knows? Justice League 2 might be Justice League 2, Legion of Doom. Doom. Because, you know, why not cram it all into one movie? Yay! I know, <laughs> I have so much DCEU hate. <laughs> I, just, I can't help it. I try, and I, the thing is, I like, I try and I look at the shiny turds and I'm like, oh, well, that looks at least good. And then it's like, oh, look at this other fact over here. Squash my heart completely. So like they have like a voodoo doll of me somewhere and they're just like stabbing me constantly <laughs> in the heart. They're like, how can we stab her further in the heart? Let's tell them this information. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I think I've been talking like 10 minutes about how much I hate the DCEU. <laughs> I'm not a hateful person. I love, the, I love DC. I love, love, love DC. You just don't like the movies. I just don't like the DCEU. Because ew. <laughs> I just thought of that. I'm so clever and witty. You're welcome. <laughs> Just called to say you're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what what's next? What's next? Where are we going? Do you want to, you jump more into some kind? Of, um, I'll let you chat for a little bit while I, I you know, lighten up about my DCEU hate. <laughs> what's what else is new in gaming? Then? Oh, Dark Souls, uh, the remastered, finally came out and. It's better than what I, you know, it's better what I hoped for, even though I've played the original for the PS3, and I've been having a blast with it. I haven't had the chance to stream it yet, but definitely going to. For those that joined me in my Dark Souls 3 Twitch, thank you. Thank you for being vocal, you know, you know talking to me while I'm playing. That was fun. Uh, we also had Detroit. That one came out as well, this, uh past week past mm-hmm. week Detroit finally you know it came out haven't played it but from what I've heard and the reviews and everything it's like it's been doing it's doing pretty good for y'all that don't understand what uh, Detroit's about if you've ever played Heavy, uh, Heavy Rain for the PS3 it's sort of kind of in the same premises you know you're playing as a cyborg detective and you're trying to uh, first off figure out uh murder crime scene and it go it goes from a murder crime scene to a iRobot revolution <laughs> so so far from what i've seen and from what i've heard the mashup the story the graphics you're even you're even able to use alexa to play you know to play it oh, so that's, that's weird yeah that's pretty it's called the uh, alexa cyber life yeah it's pretty talk sweet about iRobot yeah, I'm it's trying not to say. You know, I'm not trying terrified. to say her name too much because then my laptop would just go, Bleh, you know. But, Creepy. They're but taking looks, over. But it looks. It looks pretty. It looks pretty good. That's uh, That's another game that I have on the my. The AI revolution is coming. Yeah. 
What's the next game I have on my bucket list to play? What else? I know I saw another one. Yes, you did. I know you did. Yeah. I remember you told me you did. There's something new yeah, coming around the corner. Around the corner, and I can't think about it right now. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, oh, let's go. Oh, the H1Z1. The beta came out uh, this week. It looks pretty sweet. Uh, eh, if you're into PUBG and if you're into Fortnite, it's free on the PS3. I mean, on the PS4. I got the chance to dive into it, and it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's not that hard to pick up. You actually drop into the map with, you know, with weapons in hand. So that's pretty cool. Definitely not more useful than the other game where you're just basically... Right, you have to come... Well, PUBG, don't you like, jump in, like, naked almost? And PUBG, you, yeah, you pretty much you just jump you're, you jump in with a backpack and that's it. And it's an empty backpack. And the same and the same goes with Fortnite. You don't... You, don't, uh, you only fall in with a pickaxe. That's it. Until yeah, but at least you're clothed, unlike PUBG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, like I said, I, I, I played it. It's got a tutorial, so at least you can jump into that and you can know what the hell you're doing before you go into the actual game. And obviously, like any other, you know, free-to-play game, you have a lot of microtransactions, but they're not, they're not, it's not pay to, uh, it's not pay to win. It's mostly for, like, cosmetic, you know, cosmetic stuff, like, you know, armor, you know, clothing, you know, weapon skins, but that's about it. Um, but I've already seen a lot of people playing it, and it's fast-paced. It's not like you have to go 10, 15 minutes just to be able to find somebody. You actually come, you know, you find people fast. The weapon handling is a lot easier to control, so you're not, like, firing an assault rifle, and you're like, oh, my God, the recoil is so ridiculous. You know, it's... It's smoother. I liked it. You know, being able to smack people in the face with a you know frying pan in a and H one Z one is actually more fun than doing it on PUBG. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was it. Were, did you were gonna say something else? No, no, go ahead. No, were you gonna say something else about gaming? Because I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> no, oh, Cause... and I completely forgot that also today, actually. Uh, they announced Fallout 76. See, I knew there was another announcement that you had, right? And it's just like, why? Why are you, like, it's like every time I see a new game that I would really enjoy and I would really want to get my hands on, I can hear my bank account just go, ah! Because it's just so many. Because it's so many. Look, we got, I got Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man coming out. I got now... Um, Fallout 76 Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Breath of the Wild when I get the Switch mm-hmm. you know I got Detroit that I have to get Battlefield you know Battlefield no don't even get me started with Battlefield as soon as I saw the release date I was laughing so hard because Black Ops 4 comes out on October I think it's October October 11th, mm-hmm. right? And then Battlefield 5 comes out October 16th. <laughs> it's like EA loves to troll Call of Duty. They just oh, do. Yeah. And it's just, and then not only that, I just love, speaking of which, I'm going to look up the video and I'm going to post it up on Nerd Candy because you, my fellow nerds, y'all have to see that because it's just hilarious. 
how they just they they let them talk first they let them throw out like oh this is what we're gonna bring in for black ops or this is what we're gonna bring for call of duty and then but uh ea just squats on it on all of it yeah yeah <laughs> so it's so hilarious and you know it's not that i'm hating on call of duty yes i'm definitely hating on call of duty <laughs> <laughs> it's just call of duty or not just well yeah pretty much all of call of duty they they don't know how to come out with something fresh they're always having to rehash what they already have hence why like how we said in the in our previous episode that black ops 4 is just quote not even quote it's literally a remastered black ops 3 that's yeah. what it is the only thing the only difference is that they it has a it, new car smell <laughs> No, I, it, so, yeah, that's how they want. They that's how they want you to think about it's an it. An air freshener. <laughs> but you know, the only difference that they did with it was they they brought in they brought in a battle royale because you know fandom, you know, they they're bringing out more maps for zombies, and that's the thing. Not not that many people are actually asking for more zombies. They're actually they're looking. They're, they want more content. Yeah. You know, they took out the campaign, and it's strictly all online. So it's like, uh, I was when I heard Black, excuse me, when I heard Black Ops Four, I was like, mm, okay, cool, because that's the only series that I actually enjoyed from the Call of Duty series. But once I heard no campaign, I was like, why would I? Why would I want it? It's yeah, just, it's just gonna so pick up dust. What are you gonna post on the Facebook page? Oh, it's uh, it's a video from around the time that Call of Duty Ghost came out, and then Battlefield Four came out same thing it's just ea making fun of call of duty and it's just funny i know probably they're gonna do the same thing now once more trailers come out for black ops 4 and battlefield 5 yeah but it's just i have to post it on there so like people can see just how how good how well ea is at trolling call of duty yeah and if you follow our facebook page we actually the other day posted like a little trailer for a uh movie called reborn oh, reborn the japanese john wick yeah <laughs> that's what it was titled <laughs> um but it came out in 2016 so i did some research on it because i want i'm like this movie actually does looks really really good and and then foreign at that yeah um the fight scenes are amazing in just the trailer and it's like it just blows my mind i love a good fight scene i love a good kung fu movie so they sold me like hard with it so I did, like, again, I did my research and I was reading about it and someone basically described it as a, like, they took someone, a manga and made it into a 100-minute movie <laughs> about, like, a manga about knife fighting. So Sounds like a genius. So I mean, it really does. Because it looks so good. It came out in 2016. I need to figure out where I can watch it. I think I saw that maybe on YouTube that it's available. Yeah, we got to look for it and see but where we can find it. It, it, it looks amazing. The fighting and the style, and uh, again, I love me a good martial arts movie. So it reminded me of The Protector, ah, in a way. And, uh, Tony Jaw. Yes, with Tony Jaw, because from what I read, is like if you're looking for like a great story, this might not be the movie for you. But if you're looking for great fight scenes, this is a movie for you. So I mean, those those are times I can turn off the filmmaker <laughs> and me and just like watch people fight, like. The cinematography behind the fight scenes are just normally pretty amazing. So I want to watch it just for that, just for the fighting, just for the choreo the fight choreography, because that's an art in itself. Yes. 
to and it, like I said, like like you said, the trailer itself, I was watching and I was like, I'm again, it's just freaking like awesome. Yeah, well, because with the fight scenes, there's so much coordination and so much practice, and and it's it's like choreography extreme, like because you have to hit those moves, hit the beats, and like look like you're really hurting somebody when you're you know and know when to move out the way at the right time, but still look like you're getting hurt really hard it's and that is again it's it's art in itself i shot a very very short fight scene and we had to do so much rehearsal just for that and i can only imagine all the rehearsal and all the work going behind this movie and that looks fantastic it's like it's it's like you took keanu reeves as john wick and keanu reeves as neo and blended them together because the way he was, like, kind of just dutching, ducking the bullets, very, like, Neo. So, as very I'm saying, awesome. it, it's like they just took all of Keanu Reeves and just blended him together and made him Japanese and made this movie. It's pretty much like the fight scene from the hallway fight scene in uh, the Raid Redemption movie we're watching. Mm-hmm. When he's, like, fighting against that one dude and he just picks his head up and just bashes it right on the bottom end of the, the broken door. That even you cringe when you saw that part. You was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because it looks it, to me when I first saw it, I was like, "Did that actually happen?" Or is like, "Damn, that looked like it looked like he actually hurt the guy." Yeah, but the cut scenes were there, so I can see, <laughs> <laughs> I can see the cuts. So because I'm paying attention for it, but that's just because that's how my brain works. But it was, it was that the raid was pretty good, but this looks like a hundred times better. Sorry. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> like, we haven't even seen the second one yet. We'll, then, yeah. we'll reserve that for another day. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm excited to, to find this movie and watch it. So, I mean, we post a lot of things on our Facebook and our Instagram. So, and, and, and staying in the, the area of, like, Japanese and, you know, Chinese. I am currently seriously obsessed with Agresco. <laughs> a Gresco. A little, I don't know what you say. She was a red, She's a red panda. A red panda. And I love red pandas. Fun fact, because they're like foxes, but more adorable. I just love it when she goes, Death Metal's life. Yeah, so if you don't know what a Gresco is, it's a Netflix original series anime about a red panda who works in an office and hates her boss. And anytime she gets angry, she rage metals, and it's awesome. She karaoke's death metal. Yeah, she she gets really upset. She goes to the bathroom and karaoke's death metal. And I'm like, <laughs> I went to the bathroom today at work, and I'm like, I don't have my microphone. <laughs> like that's literally it's went like, through my head. What would Resco do? And I'm like, oh my god, I feel like her right now. I need my microphone, but I didn't carry my purse. And I do have a microphone somewhere. I have a Bluetooth mic. <laughs> and as we, you know, since we were on the topic of anime, for whoever is a big fan of Attack on Titan and has seen Attack uh, Season 2, Season 3 comes out in July. Now, they're going to have they're gonna have a premiere airing on select theaters, uh, July 10th and July 11th. July 10th is going to be... For, like, how I love to watch anime in Japanese with English subtitles. They haven't really said how, you know, how the showings are going to be. But July 10th is going to be J- uh, Japanese audio with 
English subtitles, and then July 11th is going to be the dub version. Kind of the way I prefer to watch it. Well, you would prefer to watch it, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so excited because I've been waiting for season three to come out, and because season two just left me hanging. So was, it was what what days again? July 10th and July 11th. July um, 10th and July 11th? Yep. They'll probably do kind of like they did with um, the Killing Joke, where each the like not all the theaters, but a few theaters had like two showings a day, and that was it for those two days. It was there and gone. Yeah, they're, they're from what I've read. Uh, the what they're thinking about doing is that on July tenth, early before they even premiere the episode, they're gonna do like a recap movie. Of season one and two, mm-hmm. and then once that's over, they're gonna air uh, the premiere of season three. That's pretty awesome, cause being cause it to me it's been I think now two years since yeah two years since I've seen season one and season two. So that'd be kind of cool to you know go go into a refresher. That's what I'm saying. Like normally when they do it in a theater, they do kind of like a little special like select showing. Yeah. When I did no, it's not select showing. Like a special showing. They do like do a little extra and not just show the episode. They'll go a little above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Like, again, with The Killing Joke, there was, like, an intro in theaters by Mark Hamill. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which when I got the DVD, I'm, like, looking for it. it <laughs> I'm like, there. where is the intro for Mark Hamill? Because that was awesome, and it was in theaters. Like, And if it was cool, that little, those little fun little moments where you feel like, I'm more than just a part of the audience. I'm important. <laughs> And the trailer came out recently, so we'll also be posting that on the page. I haven't seen it myself. I only read the article. So I'm really like, oh, I want to see, I want to see what they bring in. Because like I said, season two just left me wanting more. Because I stopped reading the manga because I, I didn't want to make the same mistake I did with The Walking Dead. That after, you know, certain season finished, I went ahead and it's just, it ruined the, the TV show for me. So I was like, I stopped because I wanted to see, I wanted to see the anime because the anime is just, it's awesome, the the action, the the just the animation itself, it's like, it's just amazing. Yeah. And being able to see it on a big screen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Recliners too. That so exactly. So you feel like you're at home, but you're not. That's yeah. kind of cool. So speaking of things being a long time coming. Action Comics number 1,000 Damn. is coming. 80 years of Superman. The issue is going to come out September 26th in basic comic in comic book shops and then about October 2nd in all other types of shops. So like Barnes Nobles and stuff like that. You'll get be able to find it. But first, obviously, our, run to your local comic book shop and get it. It's going to be a big book hardcover. Ooh, nice. Yeah. They're going to include issues number one and number two from 1938. That would be kind of interesting. Along with the new issue. Um, and there's a lot of factoids and uh, storylines that didn't make it. It's, it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun Superman behind the scenes stuff is going to be in there. So if you're a huge Superman fan, like that's something definitely want to look out for because he's an old man now. He's 80 years old. 80 years old, but man, does he not look it. <laughs> Wonder Woman's 78 now, I think. So she's not too far behind him. No. No. Her 75th then, year anniversary was uh, a couple years ago. 
She turned what? 75 a few years ago, so. Oh. She's not too far behind him. And then, since we're on the topic of comics, um, issue number five of Doomsday Clock came out this week. Yep. And uh, I feel, I kind of feel kind of disappointed in myself because I haven't had the chance to read the Doom, you know, Doomsday Clock issues. Yeah, we need to go and create a new pull list. And from what I've read, not just in the reviews, but like other people uh, had who had had the chance to read it, they're saying that it's the best Watchmen sequel that they've read. And just hearing that, coming me being a Watchmen fan, is like, I want to get my hands on it. Because from what I have read, it, it brings in the rebirth. Full circle. And it's like, wow. I've been waiting for that. Hence why I've like, I haven't read any of the new rebirth comics yet, just waiting for them to come out so I can just pick them off one by one. Yeah, I like I to do to that. Wait. I yeah. like to sit in one spot and just read them all. Because it was the first issue. The first issue of Rebirth, when it first came out, oh, man, pst, I was reading, and it's just, from a comic, I was I was getting emotional. Oh, yeah. Just seeing Wally. Spoilers, by the way, if, you know, whoever hadn't, hadn't had a chance to uh, read the first issue of Rebirth. But seeing Wally trying to connect with whoever he can before he gets stuck in the speed force that was like to me it's like oh my god like who's gonna remember him it's like it, it, like is is there gonna be somebody that's gonna remember him and pull him off you know pull him away from the speed force and that one section when he comes up face to face with barry and barry at first just goes i don't remember you and you just start seeing wally just disappear and him explaining to him, like, you probably don't remember me now, but just know, you know, yada, yada, this is going to happen. And then he, he, like, all of a sudden comes to his senses and he says, Wally, and he pulls him away from the Speed Force. I'm, like, in tears. Not just in sadness, but then happy because it's like, he remembered. He yeah. remembered it was Wally. Well, like I said earlier, like, good storytelling is good storytelling. Yeah, and good was... storytelling comes in many different forms of media. And that's why I like comic books because it's, a new, different way of telling a story. It's, it comes close to my filmmaking, where it's visuals with a story, but it's, I don't know, it's a whole other level. So I, I that's why I love the comic books. I just love, and from that first issue, I just loved it because it didn't just, it didn't stick with just one character. You know, he just jumps to so many other ones. You know, Batman. You know. Uh, Wonder Woman, so many other characters, and I'm just like, wow. Even Superman, Superman's like, who is you? You know, and then like just reading that along the line, it's just like, wow. This this rebirth is they're not pulling any punches. They're really gonna fix all the the the, the problems they had in the New Fifty Two. Like they're coming out fresh, and it's just awesome. That's why with Doomsday Clock, I, I can't. They're at number five now, and I can't wait to get my hands on the other issues so I can just read and see what everybody's talking about yeah yeah definitely need to hit up our local comic book shop and yes. put in our pull lists because we've fallen behind i've fallen very far behind yes I have. And like, then they it, came out with tmnt batman crossover part two and i don't have it and that hurts my heart because i have the first one i got them as they were coming out 
So not having the part two to it, I'm like, I don't know. It, it kind of, like I said, it, it hits me in the, in the heart. I'm like, wait a minute, how did I not know? How did I miss this? So let me get the pull list together. We encourage you to get your pull list going. Yes. Shop local. Shop your comic book shops. Support. Support your artists. Yeah, support you know, your artists. In, in support in your comic, comic book, book shops. Store, yeah. mm-hmm. And, you know, keep the fandoms and the, the nerding alive. I know my pull list is going to be ridiculous because I'm way behind. Yes. And we're going to be keeping our nerding alive at the Flower City Comic Con in a few weeks. Yes. Yes. So FC3 is going to be June 9th and 10th at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. And we will be there. Nerd Candy will be representing at the Flower City, hanging with Mighty Monkey Corporation. So we'll be monkeying around with Simmy, their new new mascot. The new mascot. Yes. Yes. She's adorable. (laughs) Totes adorbs. Chris, Chris, if you're listening to me, she's adorable. Good job on Simi. So we will see you guys there. I think we're going to wrap up this episode of Nerd Candy. Yes, it's a good wrap up. We, we really hit it off. Yeah. So follow us on social media. Facebook.com slash I am Nerd Candy. SoundCloud.com slash I am Nerd Candy. iTunes, Nerd Candy. And Instagram, I am underscore nerd underscore candy. Like us, love us, follow us, talk to me. I talk back. I don't bite. The computer makes it hard, too. <laughs> and if you want to have fun with the gaming, we, we post it on, on our social media. Let you know when Edwin is on Twitch. And we need to get you on Mixer because you haven't you haven't streamed yet on Mixer. No, I haven't streamed so, on Mixer, only on Twitch for now. Yep, so on both of those formats, it's the guy in the chair. Underscore between every word. And a one for an and eye. And a one for an eye. So, <laughs> from here at Nerd Candy Studios, we just say, night-night nerds. Night-night nerds. Night-night nerds.